You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Jake Neer. Late last week, Attorney General Jeff Sessions removed an Obama-era rule that instructed federal drug authorities not to pursue cases that involve marijuana. Recreational marijuana has been legalized in a handful of states, including Colorado, Alaska, and California. The question of legalizing marijuana could also be on the ballot this fall in Michigan. Jeff Sessions' decision does a few significant things. First, it makes good on his longstanding crusade against legal marijuana. Second, it throws into question the future of legal action against marijuana smokers and distributors. And finally, it perhaps opens a window for lawmakers of all stripes to unite behind legalization of marijuana on a broad scale. And let's also not forget that medical marijuana is legal here in Michigan, and it's something that we have grappled with since that law was passed by voters. And uh, that's where we want to take the next few minutes here on the show. We are speaking with Nolan Finley, editorial page editor of the Detroit News. Nolan, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. And Matt Abel, Detroit area marijuana advocate and attorney. He's the executive director of Michigan, the Michigan chapter of Normal. That's the national organization for the reform of marijuana laws. Matt, welcome to Detroit Today. Hello, Jake. Thanks for having me on the show. Matt, I want to start with you uh, really quickly. Talk about your reaction to Jeff Sessions' decision recently regarding this, and what does this mean for the cannabis community here in Michigan, especially those folks who rely on medical marijuana, both as a patient and as a caregiver? Well, on first glance, it certainly was uh, not welcome in the community in that Uh, People were beginning to rely on and had relied for years on the Obama-era proclamations that they were not going to mess with state-legal medical marijuana patients and distributors. Um, But in the days that have followed, it seems that the backlash is such that um, perhaps it's what we needed to move this issue forward. Uh, We need to pressure Hmm. Congress to change the law. And um, I don't agree with Sessions, but he has the authority to do what he did. And the people who have been relying on the, um, the memos um, now have a wake-up call that those memos never were really as protective as people thought. This is interesting because it also sort of reminds me of the conversation we're having around DACA and Dreamers that this big disturbance in uh, the political world and sort of Uh, especially folks on the left decrying moves like this, but also saying, look, these things that uh, happened under the Obama administration were sort of on shaky ground, right? And now we can revisit them. And if if something productive happens, it'll be on more firm legal ground. Uh, Nolan Finley, what was your reaction to this? You wrote an article uh, or a a column this week saying that Jeff Sessions is no conservative after this decision. And this this really gets to the the issue of uh, federalism and states' rights. And, you know, I go back a minute and agree with you. This is very much like DACA, an important reminder why we shouldn't make laws through presidential executive orders, Mm. because they don't have the weight of permanency. We've seen a number of those executive orders being overturned. This is Congress's job, and Congress should do it. And Jeff Sessions is right on, on principle that he has an obligation to enforce federal law. Um, I, I feel like federal law should never have trumped state law in terms of, of drug use, drug sales, drug production within the state. Mm-hmm. Federal government's limitation should be to uh, interstate drug trafficking. Uh, to have uh, 
this, the federal government telling the states you don't have a right now to pass medical marijuana legalization or even recreational marijuana legalization, I think is an affront to federalism, an affront to the 10th Amendment. And I think folks who who suspend their belief in federalism when it's convenient, when it meets their own moral uh you know, their own moral values, their own personal objectives, can't legitimately call themselves conservatives. There's a principle here. I, I think the history on this issue, especially with law enforcement, is is really tied, and you, you push back against me if I'm not getting this totally right, but my understanding is that the law enforcement community says you can't really separate out when you're talking about drug enforcement, drugs that stay within state borders and drugs that travel over state lines, that it's really difficult to to track these things. And, and, and in terms of enforcement, it's almost impossible. Is that a fair statement? When prohibition was suspended, states, local communities had the right to make their own liquor laws. Mm-hmm. And some, some communities, um, my hometown, Burksville, Kentucky, just this past year became allowed liquor sales, uh, packaged liquor and, and, and bars, they had been a completely dry county since Prohibition. And so I don't see why we can't allow uh, the the states and local communities to set their own marijuana laws. Mm. Uh, Matt Abel, uh, this is an issue that I think is really interesting in the cannabis community here in Michigan. You usually think of uh, legalization of marijuana uh, as, as something that gets a lot of support on the left, although a lot of these issues that we talk about have to do with things like states' rights. They have to do with things like uh, even enterprise. Uh, talk about how this sort of how this brings people together um, on maybe both sides of this issue, because there's plenty of Democrats also that don't that don't like the idea of making cannabis more widely available. Well, absolutely. And uh, cannabis isn't just for liberals anymore, if you might, <laughs> um, in that uh, so many people are in the closet about this that. Uh, People in in power tend to only see people who get into trouble going to court over cannabis. They don't see the people who are professionals who are consuming it in their homes and have no problem at all. Um, I agree with Nolan that this should not be a federal issue. In fact, the Federal Controlled Substances Act, 21 U.S.C. Section 903, says this the Controlled Substances Act is not intended and does not preempt state law Mm. on the same issue. And and then, um, if we are allowed state law, don't we have the right to travel and in and between states? That's ourselves personally. That doesn't well, and that's the argument the conservatives are making on gun law. Mm. You know, if I can carry <laughs> it legally in Michigan, why not New York? And speaking of gun laws, we've been getting the question for years now: Can I have a gun and a medical marijuana card? Mm-hmm. I think the the Constitution is quite strong in the Second Amendment, and someone needs to bring that case. Uh, to challenge that because the uh, the form to get a concealed pistol license asks the question, do you use or are you addicted to a federal federally illegal controlled substance? And yeah. Someone who uses cannabis, even medically, has that issue. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is also interesting because I think when it comes to Trump's history on this, when Trump was running as a candidate, I saw some people who are advocates for legalizing cannabis in Michigan say, maybe he's not that bad. He's, I, I believe he said in the past that this is not an issue that he uh, really 
uh, I don't know if he went so far to say that he wants it legalized, but that it, it wasn't something that he crusaded against, sort of like Jeff Sessions has a long history of doing. <laughs> but again, it's the people that he's surrounded with that sort of gets us in this situation. It, it, it sounded to me like just this week there were some people that felt a little bit betrayed by this. Absolutely. Trump kind of made a fake towards states' rights and individual rights um, during the campaign. But once he appointed Jeff Sessions as attorney general, it was quite clear which way this was going. Mm-hmm. But these senators, who, who uh, Cory Gardner, I think it was in Colorado, mm-hmm. and some of the others, this is Congress's responsibility. Mm-hmm. This should never have been left up to an executive order, and it shouldn't be uh, the, the policy shouldn't be set by executive order. If that, if they're that concerned with this, have them introduce a federal law fixing this, and not one congressman has stepped up to do so. And I'm looking at the Michigan mm-hmm. de- delegation. The only congressperson in Michigan that I can see stepping up on this would be Justin Amash out in West Michigan. Right. I can't see any other Democrats, any other Republicans putting their names on a bill to legalize marijuana or let the states regulate. Nolan Finley, Matt Abel, well, thank you so much for joining me here thank on Detroit you. Today. Thank you, Jake. Yep. Coming up, we're going to talk a little bit more about the week's news. Nolan's actually going to stick around and help us uh, hash out this these comments from Donald Trump recently. And we're going to talk a little bit more about things like Oprah running as maybe <laughs> running as a Democratic candidate in 2020. You're listening to Detroit Today. Detroit Today.